Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. <laughs> Real glad about it, too. You know, um, I, I, um, I hope that God always uh, keeps me in the frame of, frame of mind to try to be sharing and um, try to be uh, motivational and uplifting, even, even when it's not uh, felt or, or wanted by some people. I have people around me uh, who who seem to not benefit at all for anything, and I, I can sit with them and talk to them or take meetings with them to try to encourage them, and for whatever reason, you know, they want to just keep going the way they're going. Uh, when you run into people like that, uh, you have to pray for them. You have to just hope that one day uh, that they uh, release the chains on their mind and open up your mind to a new way of thinking. A couple of things I wanted to go over with you. I want you to all today, in terms of motivation, I want you to be aware of statements or old sayings that have been created that you hear over the course of time, and you may be applying them to your life, and I want you to be careful of some of them. Because some of these old sayings, man, are not designed for people who are dreamers are not designed for people who have any aspirations of being extraordinary. These are not designs or, 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 or sayings that people who want to be extremely successful at anything or have high aspirations to put these sayings into your life. Let me give you an example. Statistics say. That's it. That's the one I want you to be careful about statistics 
say. Be very careful of stats. When a person says, you know, statistics say one out of every what? See, listen to me. These are things that sound like they're good, sound, solid advice, but they're setting you up for failure. And you can't adhere yourself to a lot of these sayings that's been passed down from generations. And it's not scripture. It it ain't in the scripture nowhere that statistics say. It's just some people. And a lot of people who have lost have come up with these sayings to justify why they keep losing or why they lost. When I was uh, first got started in the business, there were more stand-ups around now than it is today because the comedy boom in uh, 84, 85 was, uh, uh, it was gaining a lot of momentum. comedy clubs, comedy nights everywhere. The statistic that a guy told me, I told him I wanted to be on the Johnny Carson show, the Tonight Show. The guy said one out of every 2,000 comedians ever make it to the Tonight Show. Okay. Now, when he told us that, some of the comedians in the room went, well, wow, man, that's that's rough. Because a guy had also said that there was approximately 6,000 comedians in the country at that time. I don't know if it was true. I'm just telling you, guy was out there spewing numbers. I have no idea how many it was. But he said one in every 2,000 will make it to the Tonight Show. And he let the air out of everybody in the room but me. So every night before I went on stage, I used to do this right here. That was the Tonight theme song. I was young, opening act, nowhere near Hollywood. Didn't I was in Cleveland telling jokes at one-nighters, but that was my thing. Because I was bent and determined that if it's one in 2,000, okay, why don't I just be the one? Be careful when people say statistics say, because they are set up to for failure if you're going to adhere to them. See, that one in so many, it one in so many people win the lottery, but if you don't play the lottery, you ain't going to be the one to hit. Now, when the dude hits, you go, wow, he was lucky, but he played. Here's another one. Maybe it's not meant to be. All right, let's go one step further. I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. Don't you dare blame God for something you may have not done yourself because you didn't get the proper education, because you didn't do the things you were supposed to do, because you didn't stay to the task, because you quit, turned around, and went the other way. Now, maybe it's not, it wasn't the Lord's will. These are all statements that sound like sound advice, but they ain't all the time got nothing to do with you. Stop letting these old Fogey sayings get in your way of what can happen in your life. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Why? Who, who came up with this? Who came up with this? If you don't pour all your efforts into one thing, how are you going to be great at that one thing? If Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird had not played basketball sun up to sundown, 
These are guys that put all their eggs in one basket. See, what's, what's cool with putting all your eggs in one basket is you now can maximize your effort and laser beam what you're doing. If your basket is made out of faith, hope, hard work, and belief, then guess what? That's a good basket. I'm dumping all mine in it. Because ever since I was a young dude, I've been telling jokes. One thing, one thing only. Even when it got ugly and I was living in a car, I never quit telling them jokes, man. I just kept believing that them jokes was going to pay me one day. And I'd be doggone if it didn't. I ain't take no time off, go work at the Walmart, give me a job, go back to Ford and beg for my job back. Hey, man, put all your eggs in a basket. Just make sure that your basket is made up of faith, hope, belief, hard work. Your, your basket woven by God, what you tripping for? And then here's another one. Let me throw this one at you. Always have a plan B. Why do you have a plan B? Listen to me. In order to have a plan B, you have to stop working on plan A to formulate plan B. In order to have plan B to fall back on, you now have to stop your time working on plan A to apply some effort to have a plan B. So in case plan A don't work, you can fall back on plan B. Really? Who told you that? You're defeating yourself. Where is your faith? Where is your belief? At one point in time, you got to believe that God could do what he said he's going to do because he done done it for others. He'll most certainly do it for you. Be careful of these sayings that's out here that's aligned by losers and people to justify why they are not succeeding. Don't apply this stuff to your life and it ain't got nothing to do with you. You're going to mess yourself up. Get your plan A. Make it work. If it don't ever come to pass, get another plan A. All right? Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? We are taking it back. This is a throwback opening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When you think of love, gotta get it on your mind. (laughs) Yeah. When you think of love, Gotta get it on your mind. Ha! <laughs> Last time. When you think of love, gotta get it on your mind. Ha! <laughs> Morning show. Throwback, baby. Just bought it back. Sharing the strawberry. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday. Yeah, yeah. Steve Harvey. Call it Pharrell. Hey, Steve Harvey. What's up, crew? What's happening? Kill hey. Spates. Morning, everybody. Morning, Unc. J. Anthony Brown. What up, Steve Harvey? Full of turkey, baby. Full of <laughs> Thomas Miles, nephew Tommy. Doggy dog. Top of the morning, baby. Welcome back. Okay. What? Well, yeah. how was the Thanksgiving holiday for everybody? Good. 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 Wonderful. Good. Grateful. Okay. Thankful. It was really good. Right. Was I, told, I told my father-in-law I was going to tell this story on the radio. Uh-oh. He said, well, go ahead. So my father, this is an old people's story now. He 86. Mm-hmm. He got his shoes on on Thanksgiving. He walking around. I noticed he limping a little more. He walked slow anyway, but I noticed he limping. He said, boy, this foot of mine, I just ain't got no feeling in it. I just can't feel it. The whole foot going numb. 
I said, well, Pop, man, do we, you need to go to the hospital or something? You, you feel it? I don't know what it is. I got sharp pains just running all through my foot. I saw I got nervous. I said, so sit down, Pop. Let's, let's see what's going on, man. And you know what? He said, man, I don't know what it does. I said, Pop, take your shoe. Take your shoe off. He, he took his shoe off. Now, he keep his watch in his shoe at night. Don't ask me why. <laughs> But he put his foot in the shoe with the watch in it and had it in there all afternoon. He <laughs> tore his foot up with that wow. watch. Hey, when I lifted you know. him, when, I, when he took his foot out, I said, man, he got little dimples in his toes. What's yeah. happening? So I picked the shoe up to toss it out the way, and the watch fell out of it. Boy, let me tell you something. <sighs> you was hollering. Boy, I, boy, let me tell you something, man. Come I had on. to get out of his face. I was laughing so hard. No, <laughs> We love Pop. Boy, he laughed, man. Everybody was in there laughing. I told Pop, I said, Pop, I got to tell this when I get back. He just stuck his old ass foot down in the shoe with the watch in it, but, but got enough room in the shoe for his foot to fit in it, though. <laughs> so oh, cute. Oh, I know. He's adorable. We love him. <laughs> we all headed that way, y'all. All of us. We all headed that way. Laugh now. What's wrong with this <laughs> Got sharp pains in it. <laughs> I know. All right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, uh, Ask the CLO, Steve's favorite segment, Chief Love Officer, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so we talked a little bit about our Thanksgiving, Steve. That was a funny story about your father-in-law and the watch and the shoe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, it is time for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, the CLO, as the nephew says. Are you ready, sir? Let's go. All right. This one is from Anonymous in Kenner, Louisiana. Kenner, uh, Louisiana says, uh, Anonymous says, I married the love of my life two months ago. We've been together for two years and moved in together six months before our wedding. Wait, After Shirley, that. Shirley. Huh? I, say that again. Read that whole thing. I married my love of my life when? I married the love of my life two months ago. Two We've months. been together for two years and okay. moved in together. Huh? Go ahead. And moved in together six months before our wedding. Okay. After that, his attitude changed, and everything I did irritated him. It got so bad that I asked him if he still wanted to marry me, and he said yes, because everyone's expecting a wedding. We got married, and I hoped, we, I hoped he would change, but he hasn't. My sister said that he told me he didn't want to marry me, but I missed the message. Is she right? Hmm. Uh... If if he told, did he tell his sister, her sister, he didn't want to marry? But well, no, you missed the message. No, his sister said that he told her, the the letter writer, anonymous, that he didn't want to marry her. But she, but her sister is telling the letter writer that the letter writer missed the message when oh. he said it. Yeah. Well, if somebody say I don't want to marry you. <laughs> What is? Well, how you missed the message? Did you black out while he was talking? Did you think it was a joke? Did you think he was watching TV and was talking about one of the housewives? It's hard to miss that message. 
But did he say everyone is expecting a marriage as a way of not being the bad guy? So for her to say, oh, so you don't want to get married? Is that what the sister is meaning? He's, I he think said, that's probably the message card. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He said everyone's expecting a wedding. So, you know, he wanted to do what people were expecting, you know. And that was I guess they paid to- for everything, you know. Yeah. But she didn't pick up those context clues, so here we are today. He's irritated by everything. Everything she does, he's irritated. Well, this marriage ain't going to last. No, they're headed for divorce. This is is over already. Right. He's sitting up in a marriage he didn't want to do in the first place. Woo! But they've been together for two years. (laughs) That's crazy. Monte, right now, it was some other signs that this was going bad, and maybe yeah. she was ignoring it with all the uh-huh. planning and stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. You yeah. got it close. Yo. Yeah. As <laughs> soon as you move in, the attitude—he's yeah. irritated by everything. Why are you here? <laughs> you sitting there? <laughs> all right. Amanda in Greenville, South Carolina, says, "I'm a 36-year-old single female, and I have been dating a great man for four years." I'm ready to marry this man, but he's asked me to be patient with him and stop pressuring him. But he keeps begging me to move in and have unprotected sex with him. I told him unprotected sex is for married people. He said the condoms are a barrier to him getting closer to me. Well, I guess we have a problem then. Uh, I want something to be special if we ever get married. Am I wrong for not giving in to his requests? Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. But them condoms is a barrier for me getting closer to you. I've That's never dumb. said that. And that I've I've used every <laughs> line there is to <laughs> get it. I've used every line in the book to get it. And I've yet to use that one. A condom is prohibiting me from getting closer to you. Golly. Don't say anything. That's yeah. Please don't fall for that one. Amanda. Hold, uh, stick to your guns until you get what you want. He can't get what he wants. And you can't move in. So. Yeah, but she's starting to doubt him because she uh, doubt herself because she's saying, Am I wrong for not giving in? So No. Like no. you say. Yeah. yeah. No. He he's so he's gonna put the 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 the, 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 the stalling to get married off on you won't let him have sex right, without right. a condom. Yeah. What? Yeah. So let me ask you something. So if you have sex with him with a condom, y'all getting married Saturday? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Save the date. She, yes. <laughs> and she's 36. So that's that's yeah. really yeah. good advice. Yeah. yeah. Come on yeah, now. Yeah. All right. Simi in, in uh, Gary, Indiana says, Simi, interesting name. I like that name. I'm a 26-year-old single man, and uh, I'm dating two of my mother's coworkers. I met them at different times and had no idea they worked together or with my mom. My mom is a nurse at an urgent care clinic, and one of the girls is a receptionist, and the other is an LPN. I found out when my mom showed me a picture they all took for the holidays. I've had sex with both of the girls, but I never asked where they work. Uh, I told my mom what's up, and she said they're not friends, but it's too messy, and I need to find girls elsewhere. What do you think? Is my mom right? Hell yeah, she's right. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, let me tell you something, boy. You're going to get poisoned. You mess around. They be coming home with some capsules and stuff, putting it in your food. Partner, come on, man. Come on, yeah. dog. This He's is a no-win situation. Yeah. yeah, man. Your mother is an absolute. They going to find out. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
It ain't no way around. How can they not? Yeah, they're right there together. <laughs> they gonna find out it's gonna be messed up for your mama, mm-hmm. for you. And dog, you ain't in love with neither one of them. Let's be clear about that. Yeah. He's only 26, yeah. Get He's out, boy. having fun. Okay. Great potato salad. Yeah. Wow. What? Mm. What, Jay? He gonna miss out on some great potato salad, but you can break up. <laughs> <that. laughs> what do you so mean, stupid. great potato salad? <laughs> Older women make great potato salad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But I think these chicks is young, though. Yeah, he didn't say they were older. He just said they're his mom's co-workers. Yeah, I thought one's they were like his mom's, you know. Uh, and one's a licensed you know, Classmates. Then you got a different situation. <laughs> <laughs> my mama's classmates. Or girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. They go to potato salad. Uh, they go to yeah. potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> they go to bingo together. Yeah. yeah. You got uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up next, Reverend Motown, Dick and Def Jam with today's church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, we'll talk about some of the highlights from last night's Soul Train Awards. Plus, we'll talk about the big Mike Tyson and Roy Jones fight. Yeah. And Flo- yeah Floyd Mayweather offered some words of encouragement for Nate Robinson. Okay. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is Monday, so you know what time it is. Time to have some fun with church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Death. Jam. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am here. Are you sure? This morning, uh, gregariously, grantificated, <laughs> on a mild stipularity oh. of right. ostentatiousness. That's right. Amen. Oh. Amen. Oh. I'm with you. Right. Ain't I preaching now? Yes, we're looking for church complaints. Uh, come on here, further his more, oh, 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 brother Deacon. Oh Lord! All right, uh, Pastor. The church members who didn't get a turkey for Thanksgiving would like to know if you would be willing to buy them a turkey now that they are uh, they on sale now. So they want to know if they can oh. still get a turkey. <laughs> We don't we don't understand why someone's asking for turkeys after Thanksgiving. There ain't a turkey in town. Uh-uh. Uh, once Thanksgiving is over, we ravished all the grocery stores and everything. We've turkey giveaways, uh, plates passed out, uh, uh, it's everything. There, there ain't no more turkeys. Why is we discussing turkeys? To move on. It's one. time to talk about toys now. <laughs> From turkey to toy. We moving uh-huh. on now. We, we ain't got a sandwich we can pass out. <laughs> All right, Pastor. Uh, little people for Jesus. Uh, they uh, For some reason, they can't get the camera to come down low enough, so you, they can't participate. Uh, how do you plan on solving this problem? On the Zoom, they can't be seen. Uh, so it's- who, whose kids is this we talking about? Uh, no, these are oh, little people. Oh. The uh-huh. PJs. Yeah. yeah, these are little people. Yeah, the little people. Once is, oh, we're not talking about children. No, they're not. No, they not grown the people, but they oh, little. Oh, Lord right. Jesus. 
<laughs> well, I need to be clear for me to, uh, in order to issue a rule. Deacon Def Jam. I'm just trying to figure out who we talking about now, because we talking about the kids. Most of the kids are downstairs in the auxiliary room playing, and they don't care nothing about this service. Yeah, they cross the street buying people. candy. They downstairs on their phones playing Warlord and Warcraft. Oh, and all in here, no. Now, how many little people has we got at the church now? We have six <laughs> little people at the church. <laughs> what, what is they in the back somewhere? <laughs> well, are you saying you've never seen them? Is that what not, you yes. uh, uh, I've noticed. Well, when I'm sitting in the pulpit and they walking around, and some people walk around for an offering, I do see gaps in the line. <laughs> church today. today. Immediately. Uh, is, you, is you saying they in the gaps? Because <laughs> I can't see over the podium. <laughs> I've been thinking this whole time, why don't they tighten up? Tighten up with all this space. In the offering line. Tighten up. We're we past that now. You got your mask on. Walk up. We can get more people in here. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't know. Really. Okay. Uh, I'll pass all that information on. Uh, uh, here's another situation. The light-skinned church members want to start a new ministry called Light Skin Lives Matter. Uh, uh, they got Howard Hewitt, Chris Brown, and Drake going to be performing at their first Zoom concert. <laughs> Uh, and the dark-skinned members are saying that this is ridiculous and they want you to put a stop to it. Well, I'm, I'm not going to stop that because uh, Breezy, <laughs> Breezy, uh, Howard Hewitt, and uh, Drake. Yeah. That's, that's a strong a strong lineup right there. <laughs> You're not mad at it. That's a strong lineup. <laughs> You're not hating on the lineup. Mm, no law. <laughs> Now, unless they want to come back, you can tell the dark-skinned congregation that I'll support them if they come in with Kim, Fantasia, and uh, what's that boy, that rap boy that did real good on the Grammys? Oh. Mm. Mm. Who is that? Carla ought to know. Carla, who is that I did? Get Had the chains on a couple years ago. Oh, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah, oh. That's, that, that, that's strong. That's Kim strong. Fantasia and Kendrick Lamar Ooh, that's a versus Breezy, Drake, and Howard Hewitt. That's a versus. Come up with that now. That, huh? that, there you go, Junior. That, that's a versus. That's a battle. <laughs> we know we need to stop. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let me get you to this next thing. Uh, nudists for Jesus would like to know oh, why are they blocked from zooming in during church service? <laughs> why do they think? Because at our church, we don't have the same rule in the Bible. Come as you are. We don't have that in here. Come as you are with something on it. It's what we doing up in here. <laughs> Come as you are and put something on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if you're going to want to do this or not, but Sister Daisy Jefferson is getting her uh, 
Her butt muscle removed. It keep locking up on and she hadn't been able to go regularly. She's asking if you would come and be by her side doing the surgery. But she's getting her butt well, muscle removed. The butt muscle got uh, extra action because uh, Sister Daisy was wearing Daisy Dukes. And the <laughs> exposure, all that cold air kept hitting that one muscle and locked it. I'm assuming that's how the muscle locked up. A lot of cool oh, air was hitting the cup. I've seen it many times. <laughs> Wonderful membership. I have a masseuse that uh, comes to my house on Saturday mornings. You have a uh, what? A masseuse that comes to my house on Saturday morning before I go bowling. Uh-huh. And uh, she loosens my glutes up. <laughs> Maybe she might come over and get a, a glute loosening. <laughs> with me. Glute loosening. Glute a loosening. glute loosening. You know, you know, when I bend over sometimes, I pull a hamstring. I'll be bowling my ass off in there. I'm in the league, you know, when we in first place right now. now. I love bowling. I'm with you, Pastor. I'm bowling my ass off. You know, I got a hook. I got a hook ball. I got. I got a hook ball. Keep you talking about my ball. All right, we gotta go. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, last night, the virtual 2020 Soul Train Music Awards were hosted by BFFs Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold. They were great hosts as usual. Yes, they were. Uh, Performers included Charlie Wilson, Brandy, Ella May. Yeah. Monica. Mm -hmm. What a lineup. Smokey Robinson, Skip Marley, uh, Babyface. Presenters included uh, comedian Dion Cole, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis, Jermaine Dupree, Dallas Austin, Austin, and her, who was uh, the most nominated artist of the year, by the way. That's Uh, a bad girl. Yeah, she really Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. is her. Soul Cypher performers Stokely, Shanice, and PJ Morton, Shantae Moore, uh, and Monica won the Lady of Soul Award. I, nice. I think it's about time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a Yeah, she's paid her dues, all yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she's still young show. doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she started really, really young. Yeah, it was, and it was really good. Uh, and we're going to switch gears here. We were talking about boxing off the air. Uh, in trending boxing news, Floyd Mayweather uh, gave. First of all, what do you guys think of the Nate Robinson fight? Let me just hear your. Opinion. I think and Nate got what. knocked the blank out. Yeah. What oh, I think. Lord. Oh yeah. Lord! Oh uh, It was. It we was, all it saw was it. So entertaining though. It was. We all the saw basketball it. player uh, boxing. How much do it. you? How much time do we have, Shirley? Because I have something <laughs> that I put together for Nate. <laughs> Uh, we, we have time. Is, is it over minutes? two minutes? Is it over two minutes? Or? I got yeah. two and a half minutes. I uh-huh. got it right here. Uh, I came up with a list mm-hmm. of uh, <laughs> things that uh, I bet Nate woke up after he got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got some things that he was saying when he woke up. Number one, <laughs> yeah. I bet Nate, Nate woke up and was saying, what time do the fight start? <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. Here's something else. Here's something else I think Nate is saying. What? I thought black lives matter. Apparently not to this white boy. <laughs> Here's something else I think Nate said. What? I heard when Nate woke up, he wanted to press charges on the three white dudes that beat his ass. <laughs> no. it, was it was just, just one, one, Nate. It was yeah. just one. one. 
I heard. Now you gotta listen to this one close. Now, mm-hmm. I heard that boxing was on his bucket list. <laughs> well, now it's on his effort list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got some more news from Nate. Nate, make sure from now on you wear your COVID mask all the time so do not nobody know it's you. <laughs> 24-7. Nate got hit so hard, he been answering his phone since yesterday, mm-hmm. and ain't nobody calling him. <laughs> he just walking around, hello? <laughs> hello? 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 Somebody say something. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, uh-huh. when Nate got knocked out in the rain, yeah. Nate don't like bathtub rings no more. He don't like <laughs> ring around the collar. He don't like wedding rings. He don't like onion rings. He don't like the song, you can ring my bell. Ring my bell. My bell. Ring it, ring it. Nate's ass. And they kept saying in the thing that. Nate has a 46-inch vertical. That ain't going to help you unless your ass was planning on hopping out that damn rain. <laughs> <laughs> out the rain. Slam All right, Steve, let's get to the news. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Good morning. Good Monday morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. You know, Iran's nuclear scientist was assassinated on Friday, and former CIA director John Brennan calls a criminal and highly reckless. Critics say that the scientist's murder threatens to cripple President-elect Joe Biden's efforts to try and revive the Iran nuclear deal before he can be inaugurated, and they say that may have been the goal. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu stated recently that, quote, there must be no return to the previous nuclear agreement. And the Israeli leader made that declaration shortly after it became crystal clear that Joe Biden would be the next president and not his good friend Donald Trump. Of course, the answer to all this depends on how Iran reacts to the assassination. Meanwhile, the Food and Drug Administration scheduled to meet this week to decide on emergency use authorization for Pfizer's COVID vaccine. An advisory committee is to vote on what categories of people get the first doses. Healthcare workers, seniors living in nursing homes are expected to be on top. However, Dr. Anthony Fauci tells ABC's this week that there's another problem, a big one. There's skepticism about this vaccine. We've got to get the broad community of the United States to see that. And to trust that. Then there's the distribution, which has been assigned to the military. Big, big job. President-elect Joe Biden finally gets his first intelligence briefing today as part of the transition process. Now the Trump administration was forced to go along, despite the fact that Trump refuses still to concede and now says he won't leave the White House until Joe Biden proves that he won the vote, proves that he got over 80 million votes. The Supreme Court hears arguments later on today on an effort by the lame duck President Trump to exclude undocumented immigrants from the 2020 census. Trump doesn't uh, want them counted for the purposes of drawing up new congressional lines. Earlier this year, Trump tried to get a citizenship question, you may remember that, added to the census forms, but the courts refused to go along with it. By the way, the federal uh, law says that the clerk of the House of Representatives and not the president certifies each state's share of house seats. So we have to stay tuned on this one. Hospitals around the nation, by the way, are still struggling to keep up with spiking coronavirus numbers. There are now 13.2 million confirmed cases, 13.2 million with more than 265,000 deaths. 
Today, Cyber Monday, because today is the day that Americans used to see the most Internet shopping. But with so many people working from home these days, shopping online already way up. Ontario re retailers expected to rake in some $13 billion with a big dollars before the end of the day. Online Black Friday buyers spent a record $9 billion. Vice President Kamala Harris was with the Small Business Saturday shoppers. They are always really part of an essential part of the lifeblood of a community, part of the civic and social fabric of a community. And sadly... Since COVID started, one in four small businesses in our country has closed. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. You hired him. Wow. You hired him. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> so you, you ain't got to keep saying it. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, a man that needs an introduction because, well, <laughs> he's here so seldom. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Anthony Brown. Okay, okay. I'm putting together my yeah. first. Uh -huh. I'm putting together my own film. I've started production of my own film. You've seen The Nutcracker. Everybody's seen yeah. The Nutcracker. We uh -huh. yeah. finished with production uh -huh. right before Christmas. The name of my film is called The Big Black Nutcracker. We're going to make it look <laughs> different than what? <laughs> What's wrong? Keep going. Keep going. The big, the big black nutcracker. You know the story of the nutcracker. Yada, yada, yada. We all know the story. Well, this right. is she falls in love with a guy who comes to. It's a stripper. It's about a stripper who falls what? in love with a guy wow. who comes to the strip club. And it goes by the name of Big Black Nuts. And to save the strip club. Now, this is the. What? What is wrong? I don't understand you guys. So, so we're looking for dancers. We're looking for dancers. We want, and I don't want to offend anybody about what I oh, want. Oh, really? I don't. I don't at all. I want fat people. I don't want overweight. I don't want heavy set, chunky. I don't want thick. I don't. I want fat people because these are my ballerinas. I want fat people, really fat. If you heavy set, don't even audition because we don't want to be bothered with you. Okay? We want you fat. We want fat people that can stand on their toes and catch other fat people. That's what I want. That's what I want. Same thing with production. I hate Yeah, that's production. You. Yeah, you know, because right. I, really I always do. got these little thin ass ballerinas, and that's good and that's nice. But in fat the big people black that can catch cracker, other fat people. Yeah, fat people that have no problem catching other fat people. And like I said, if you overweight or you can't. Kind of chunky, pleasantly plump, <laughs> thick bone, pleasantly thick bone. <laughs> curvy. Don't even bother. Don't bother sending me a tape. Now I want all production tapes to be sent to Big Black Nutcracker. Send all your tapes to Big Black Nutcracker. <laughs> now I got some people that have signed on that are going to already be in the film. Oh, Kurt. Kurt Franklin is going to be playing the part of Baby Jesus. Now, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Baby Jesus ain't in the big black nutcracker. Oh, he ain't in the nutcracker, but he's going to be in this production because he said he would do it, so I wrote him a part. So he's going to play the part of Baby Jesus. So check me out. The big black nutcracker coming out around Christmas. Go to right. big black nutcracker. Send all your auditions there. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Jay. Uh, coming up in 34 Don't minutes after him. the hour. Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Time for Junior Sports Talk. What you got for us, Junior? 
Come on, Shirley. You already know the big know. fight was over the weekend uh-huh. on Saturday, man. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Saturday night, the Staples Center in L.A. with Snoop Dogg as a performer and a commentator. Uh-huh. And Snoop was good, yes. man. He was uh-huh. the best. He did a good Snoop yeah, was yeah, back there did. saying all the stuff I was thinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Snoop. Roy, get out of there, Roy. Roy, get out of there. <laughs> Don't stay. You standing in there too long, Roy. <laughs> But first, uh, YouTube star Jake Paul knocked out. Man, I felt so bad for him, man. But it's just the way he was laying there. NBA star Nate Robinson in the second round. Take a listen. He's trying to get to the ring. Mama Mia, the problem child proving to be a big problem for Nate Robinson. Goodness. And of course, <laughs> it was Snoop uh, for me that said, "Oh Lord, Lord, <laughs> Snoop was over this because it caught him right Snoop, off guard, man. To get so up and funny. go back down within 20 seconds of the first time you got up, it went right back down. Oh, so, Lord. man, it's gonna be hard right now, man. Also, it was a draw between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. Tyson yeah. said he did smoke weed. Before the fight. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, it right. was evident. But during the post-fight interview, Mike Tyson said, why don't nobody care about his ass? Just take a listen. This is Mike. People were afraid, Roy, you might get hurt tonight. Were you really afraid in the back of your head that something could happen that, that might have put you in peril? I was afraid I might get hurt. I, was, I, I didn't fight in 20 years. He only stopped fighting for three years. I'm afraid I might get Why nobody care about my ass? Well, that's <laughs> typical, right? He didn't fight in 15 years. He stopped fighting three years ago, and everybody worrying about his ass. No, nobody thinks that a giant is going to fall. I haven't did this in 15, 16 years. I'm not a giant. I'm a beginner. That's, that's weed. funny. That's that weed. That's that good L.A. weed. Man, I had some of that. Go ahead, Mike. That's that good weed, boy. I say, I mean, I ain't did this in 15, 16. Why y'all ain't worried about me? Hey, man, my favorite line in that whole fight was when it first got started. Snoop said. Man, this look like my two old two ass uncles, uncles at a oh, barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> barbecue. Listen, man, I like that line. I'm tired of this sugar, honey. Ice tea. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, I like that line too. But you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh huh. You know what he said? He oh, said yeah. he was proud of of Nate Robinson for making the effort. You know, he's a fighter. That's part of what we, he said. We not fighting, mm-hmm. sure. Proud. We as comedians, yeah. and what we saw didn't make saw us proud at all. Knocked the hell out. That's what we saw. Yeah. We, yeah. I saw somebody doing something they had no business doing. <laughs> I want to show the world I'm one of the greatest athletes on earth. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's why you boxing? That's the reason? Oh. He, he was knocked out so hard, they were scared to turn his ass over. <laughs> oh, what do you, tell your, what, yeah, what do you tell your kids when you come home and you didn't got knocked out? They like saw that? it. They what, all what saw it. Hey, hey go there and clean your room. You didn't say that when Jake Paul was whooping your ass. <laughs> you can't I beat your ass. ass. Hey, you can't, that's the last time you can tell your kids, I'll beat your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> show you will. That's what you say here about that white boy too, daddy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. So, so, so what does Nate do with this? Does he just own it, y'all, and just... Accept it. Accept it and just... Does he fight again? No, 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 no. No, they said no. No, he had no 
he had no skills. He had oh he, did. he didn't know any work. He didn't know how to clinch. He didn't he didn't mm-hmm. know. He was just gonna run over there and hit him right quick and hope that would stun the boy and it didn't work. And after yeah. that he had nothing. I never heard of him, Nate Robinson. I bet you don't worry about this is this the most famous he ever been. Uh uh. Yeah, the NBA player. Man, they had they had drew, he was on his face, they had drew the NBA logo around him and just put Mm -hmm. NBA on it. I swear to God, they are doing him. (laughs) They do a new logo for the NBA. <laughs> All right, Junior. Thank you. Thank you so much for Sports Talk. Uh, now, coming up next, it is the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject I have fallen in love with another man. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us now? Media, media ministry. Media ministry. Take a listen. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to uh, reach Dre. Andre? Yeah, this is Andre. Hey, uh, Dre, you the person that runs the uh, the media at the church? You over the sound system and everything and all the, uh, the the screens and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, I work with the church. Okay. Uh, how long you been at the church, man? I've probably been at the church for like five years now. About five years. Okay, okay. Listen, my name Doug, man. Doug... Him. And uh, I haven't I haven't joined the church yet, but uh, I've been coming because my cousin, you know my um, uh, my cousin them go there. They've been going there for quite a bit. My my cousin uh, uh, I got I got one cousin that's in the choir, uh, Latrice. You know who Latrice is, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I know the Latrice. Doug, you you ain't a member of the church yet? No, no, I'm not a member of the church yet. But you know, I've I've been in there. You know, I, I'm liking the service and everything. So you know, it's just a matter of time. You know, uh. Uh, 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 when I feel like I'm I'm ready to actually join, but I I I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I'm calling you because I got a, a a bit of an issue about uh about something I've, I've been noticing for the last three weeks that's been going on in the church, and I wanted to uh you know I had to ask around who was over the media, uh yeah, mini- yeah, ministry. That's me. Yeah, that's that's what's you. What's going on, man? Okay, so uh man, I I, I don't know what's happening, uh, and, and and I ain't gonna lie, I gotta be real with you. It pissed me off. But uh, for the last three weeks, you know, uh, when my cousin get ready to sing, you know, I don't know why when she get up to sing that the mic just go out. You know what I mean? The mic just go completely out when she getting ready to sing. And I'm like, what? What? This don't make no sense, you know? So, Doug, man, I, I ain't been. It's not like I'm timing it. I don't know. I mean, we don't have the best equipment at the church, you know? Uh-huh. We, just, we just got to work with what we got. Right. I mean, it's not like I'm sitting there trying to single out your cousin sometimes the mics get a glitch man but see but see that but see that's my problem though the problem i'm having is the glitch happening every single time my cousin get the mic you know that's that's the problem i'm having I'm like okay so every time latrice get up there to sing then you know the mic go out i didn't came three weeks straight i, I ain't heard my cousin saying nothing yet so I, I i'm calling you bro on on you know on some real man-to-man stuff just letting you know bro i'm coming to church again this sunday i'm coming now if Latrice might go out again, hey dog, somebody gonna get the whoop. You gonna bring that energy to church? Um, say what now? You gonna bring that energy to church? I told you, man, it's just a glitch. Ain't nothing I could do about it. Okay, what what, what I'm saying though, bro, what I'm saying is this right here though, and I'm being as real as I can with you. 
if 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 Latrice might go out on Sunday, immediately after that service is over with, somebody getting their ass whooped. I don't know why you calling, threatening a member of the church, man. Like I said, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I try to keep everything running cool. You know, I try to keep it running smooth. I can't tell you when a glitch is going to happen. It's electronics, man. It's old equipment. Now, I'd love for you to be a member of the church with us, but I can't. I mean, why are you calling up here threatening me? Hey, bro, because because I, I done came up there three times. Three times I done came up there to see my cousin sing, you know. My cousin been singing since we was kids. We all love to hear her sing. We love her voice. You know, we 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 you know we grew up listening to Latrice sing. So what I'm saying, I'm gonna say this here though, and I just said it. I didn't I didn't said it twice already. I'm coming up there Sunday. If if Latrice might go out, bro. Let me just cut you off real quick. Ain't no way that you're gonna come up here and whoop nobody's ass, man. That just ain't gonna happen. Like I told you, it's a glitch. But you ain't coming up to the church talking all this. And then gonna whip somebody's okay. Ain't gonna happen. Okay, so I see where we at now. So, so let me just go on direct it this way. So let me say this: from Doug to Andre, from me to you, I'm I'm letting you know right now. Come Sunday, if if Latrice might go out, not not know somebody. I'm whooping your ass, Dre. I'm whooping your ass if the damn uh, might go okay, out. Okay, first off, ain't nobody whooping my. Especially no punk dude named Doug. I right? he ain't gonna come to the church with my ass. That gonna happen. Okay, what 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 make you think you can't get your ass with Andre? What makes me? You over here threatening somebody over here with the media? You want to come test these hands and come test the hands, man? You know what? Matter of fact, when y'all next rehearsal, I can just come on over there then. You come on over there, man. Why don't you come over right now? I'm over at the church right now. Oh, so you at the church right now? I'm at the church right now. Okay, bet. Okay, okay right bet. Now. If you okay. want to catch this no, 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 that's in the cool. parking lot. That's cool. But no, you're no. going to need the church after you done get this ass. Okay. Hey, 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 Bob. Tell DJ and then we finna go to the church, dog. No, no, tell him we finna roll up there to this damn church. Okay? Come on. Call all of them. Call all of them. Dog, you finna get your ass whipped, dog. So you done pushed up on the wrong one now. You done pushed up on the wrong one. So all, all this little shit you talking, cool. You finna have eight dudes hey, come man, up there and whoop your ass right now. So, Dougie, you can bring Johnny, you can bring Billy, you can bring whoever the f you want, but it ain't going to happen. Okay, okay, cool. In real talk, Doug, you done called me talking all this bullshit, how you about to come up here and whoop my ass, and now you need, like, seven, eight other guys. Back in the day, we used to just handle this one-on-one, -on -one, and now you want to come up here talking all that shit. you going to bring every cousin you got in your house. If you want to do this shit, man, come up here. Let's do a one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, 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 you, you scared or something? Ain't nobody scared, but you talking that you whooping my ass. Now you want to bring up every disciple you know, man. You know what? Bring whoever you want. Just don't bring nobody you want back, because I'll put you all down. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you this here. I'm going to bring Tommy with me, and Tommy going to be the one that's going to act a damn fool with you. I'm telling you that right now. Who the Tommy? So you don't know Tommy? Nah, I don't know Tommy. Okay. Do you know Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Ah! Calling this number. Hey, man, Latrice got me to prank phone call you. Matter of fact, the whole choir is in on this, and they know that I am pranking you, Drake. Man, now you got me done turning up on the radio. Man, now I got to go ask for forgiveness for all that smack I don't talk. Now come Sunday, I'm turning everybody's mic off. Okay, man, I got to ask you this, Drake. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? 
you know it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And yo, Tommy, if I could turn your mic off, I'd turn that <laughs> <shit> off too. <laughs> Amen to that, Dre. <laughs> he was being real. Cause you know what, what I like about it? he was. Like, hey, bro, you know, we want you to come up to the church and everything, be yeah. a member. Well, you you know? yeah. Oh, you kept. Oh, that's the energy you gonna bring up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> I tell you right now, hey, ain't nobody name. come up here with my ass named Doug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't that's a threatening name. You didn't have a name that he was scared of, man. Right. He was not afraid of that name at all. <laughs> Bring all hey, these Bobby. disciples you hey, got Bobby. with you. Hey Bobby, get her, get her, get her, get Tommy, get 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 Clan, get all of them. Oh, now you got to bring some people with you. <laughs> I tell you what, don't bring nobody you want back. You don't want back. Ah, that was great. I love that line. <laughs> yeah, he was really uh, smooth with it at first. Yeah, he was but, ready. Uh, he was ready. But mm-hmm. all that foot at the church, though. Yeah. Man. Yeah. All of he can't he mess definitely with gonna have to do an altar call on Sunday though. When he do go to church, he's gonna have to go up and ask for forgiveness all that time. Yeah. He was gonna give butt. me a Nate Robinson ass well, He was gonna give uh, me one. Oh no, no. Boy, <laughs> no. <laughs> like Mayweather said he was proud of Nate. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, can I give a, a shout out to nephew Tommy? Yeah. We got a fried turkey from nephew Tommy up for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that boy can fry some turkey. It was seasoned. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, it was really? delicious. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, thank you, nephew. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. That boy could cook. You need a cooking show, too. Yeah. Oh, I, I could need. be on it with you. That would be no, a No, we would the precious. ratings would be <laughs> terrible if you on this, sir. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, coming up next, thank you, thank you, nephew. Congratulations on your turkey. Strawberry letter, I've fallen in love with another man. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the countdown is on for the Georgia Senate runoff dates. Request your absentee ballot right now. December 7th is the voter registration deadline. You don't want to let that pass you by if you have not registered. Please do it between now and December 7th. December 14th through the 31st is early voting. And then January 5th, 2021 is election day. We got to go. We got to do this, Georgia. They're bringing all the big guns. President Trump is coming down. Our lame duck president is coming down to try to help the Republican uh, senators retain their seats. Uh, You know, all of that so we we have work to do we have work to do so um and we can do it you have from december 14th through the 31st to get your early oh, voting man. in we want to vote for reverend Raphael warnock and senator and uh john ossoff okay you said it right, right. senator claim it yeah, yeah 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 like that senator commercial. yeah do you know he's so young too he's only 33 he's Let's only go. 33 yes yeah, come yeah, on georgia yeah. Yeah, we could do this. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. (laughs) Right here, right now, okay? Buckle up. (sighs) Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, I have fallen in love with another man. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband went out of town for military duty 
and he wasn't even gone a month before I found out that he was seeing another woman before he left. I was humiliated because everyone knew about it except me. He denied it for months, and eventually he decided to come clean after the woman was done with him. Uh, he assured me that things were over with them, but my trust was broken, and... I told him I needed some time apart. Well, he was out of town, so it didn't matter much to him. And in my time away uh, from my marriage mentally, I confided in a male friend that I kind of always had a crush on. We became closer, and we spent a lot of time together just hanging out. Someone answer their phone. Uh, the chemistry was undeniable, and he suggested, I love this line, he suggested we make love to help me get over whatever my husband had put me through. Isn't that a great line? <laughs> <laughs> we made love for the first time and uh, started seeing each other secretly. I was much better at cheating and hiding it than my husband because no one suspected us, not even my husband, who was still out of town. When it was time for my husband to come back, I told my boyfriend it was over. Both of us knew it was a lie because we were inseparable. My husband is back home, and I told him I'd had an affair, and he took it hard, but he said he forgave me, and we're even. But we're not, because I still want my boyfriend, and he's been calling me day and night asking me to come back. I want to save my family, but I don't want to be with my husband. He's been back for four months, and I haven't even had sex with him. I'm so torn. Do I follow my heart or my head? Girl, you're married, okay? You should follow your vows, okay? That's why you said them. But, I mean, you're, the subject of your letter says it all. I have fallen in love with another man. You know, if you're not going to follow your vows, just like your husband didn't follow his, uh, you should just get out. I mean, this is a classic case of adultery and revenge. He cheated on you. And then you, at the suggestion of your male friend, uh, made love so you could get over whatever your husband had put you through. Wow, he is really a good friend to you. Uh, it, it was just cheating, okay? It was just cheating. He was helping you get over the pain, but you cheated too. Uh, two wrongs not making a right here. You know that. After that, of course, you guys kept sleeping together, and now you don't want to stop. So you got a big mess on your hands because you're torn, but you're not really torn, are you? You say you want to keep your family and save your family, but you really don't because you also say you don't want to be with your husband. So which is it? Do you want to be in the marriage or no? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. So if that's true, you need to make a decision. Are you going to divorce your husband or not? Because if you keep on with this pattern, that's what's going to happen. All right? Steve, your turn. You know, um, this letter right here, First of all, I think the whole situation is doomed, yeah. if you ask me. Uh, you know, your husband went out of town on duty. He wasn't gone a month, and then you found out he was seeing another woman before he left. And you was being bashed and all that because everybody knew except you. Now, he had denied it, and then eventually decided to come clean after the woman was done with him. I don't understand this. See, you he decided to come clean after the woman was done with him. Look, bruh, if you're gonna these young ass dudes, if you're gonna deny the affair, you must deny the affair. 
Oh, that's what, what you're saying to him? What is you coming clean for? <laughs> Lie. Because she dumped you. Just stay with the denial, dog. You. Mm-hmm. Then uh, he tells you that. Then he told you everything was over with them. And, and you know, then you told him you needed some time apart. And then he went out of town. And, uh, you know, you confided in this male friend of yours mm-hmm. that I've always had a crush on. We became close and started spending a lot of time together just, just hanging out. That always don't never work out, do it? Ever. We just hanging out, talking and everything. <laughs> she had a crush on him. Couldn't, the chemistry was undeniable. He suggested now. Now, this is just a suggestion. He suggested that we make love to help me get over whatever my husband had put me through. I love that. I love that He he just suggested it. Right. You know, baby, look, you ain't got to. Uh That's my grandma used to say Uh that. You ain't got to do it. You ain't got to do nothing. Right, right, right. But let me just offer, I got a suggestion. Hold on, Steve. Yeah, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. I have fallen in love with another man is the subject. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. I have fallen in love with another man. Oh, man, this lady right (laughs) here, she done got a husband that's in the military. Mm Mm-hmm. He, he was gone about a month, but then she found out he was seeing this other woman before he left. She was humiliated because everybody on the base and in town knew. And, he, and then he denied it for months, and then eventually he decided to come clean after the woman was done with him. Why he did that is beyond me. Once again, That's what you're young boys, if you are going to deny, <laughs> deny, deny, deny. What is this coming clean for? <laughs> this this ain't going to get you nowhere, man. You're in the same trouble. Why uh, get into more trouble? Mm-mm. Your dumb ass came clean. <laughs> when you deny something, they would Then he assured me things was over with. Mm-hmm. and But then you told him you needed some time apart, you know. And he had to go back out of town, so it ain't matter. So, you know, eventually... You was confiding in this male friend of yours, right? Mm-hmm. That you always had a crush on. Y'all got close and started spending a lot of time together, just hanging out. And the chemistry was just woo, undeniable. So while y'all was having this undeniable uh, chemistry, he <laughs> he 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 made a suggestion. I love this. And and that's all it was. It was just a suggestion. What? You know, ain't you don't have to. Right. You ain't got to look into it. You know, you ain't you ain't you ain't got to get clarity on it. I'm yes. just gonna I'm, gonna I'm gonna just put this out there. Yes. He suggested that we make love mm-hmm. to help me get over whatever my husband had put me through. Now listen right. to me. Aww. To Aww. show you how he didn't give a damn and he wasn't truly listening to you. Uh huh. Because he said y'all should make love to help you get over whatever my husband had put me through. Mm-hmm. Now had he been listening to you. Right. While you was talking, he would have known what your husband put you through. <laughs> yeah. But he wasn't studying that from the time y'all been talking. He been looking upside your head the whole time. <laughs> so we made love for the first time, and we started seeing each other secretly. Mm-hmm. I was much better at cheating and hiding it than my husband. Women usually are, because no one suspected us. Not even my husband, who was still out of town. But when it was time for your husband to come back, you told your boyfriend it was over. Mm. Mm. Both of them knew it was a lie because they were inseparable because y'all been everywhere together 
seeing each other secretly and it got good to you. Mm-hmm. My husband is back home now, and I told him I had an affair and he took it hard. What is all this volunteering information coming from? <laughs> I can't believe that's Man, what you're mad about. Hey, what the hell? He in the military. Hey, he, first of all, he ought to know about covert operations. <laughs> he he shouldn't open up his damn mouth. Everybody knows something top secret. Top secret, yeah. Confidential information. Classified. You know, all these in military terms. You a military wife. Classified. Confidential. Closed files. Top secret. Mission. All this stuff. You can't A mission? This is a mission. Yes, yes, yes. Come on. Sitting up in here. You told your husband he had an affair. He took it hard. Uh Uh-huh. I still want my boyfriend, and he's been calling me day and night asking me to come back. And you still want him. But then right after that, after you say, this went to, my husband back home and I told him I've had a fair to God but he forgave me and he said we even even mm. <laughs> Boy, let me, hold up hold up dog he don't he, even never even there's never no even dog <laughs> it's always worse when she have the affair for a man it's always worse it ain't ever even so that was a lie right there and uh, but we not even because I still want my boyfriend, and he been calling to get you back. Now it gets crazy right here. I want to save my family, but I don't want to be with my husband. Mm. What? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not a true statement. That's a contradiction. I want to save my family. But I don't want to be with my husband. Uh, now, unless you remove your husband from your family, <laughs> this is the only way you can accomplish this now. Right, right. I don't know if y'all got kids or not. Probably do have kids because you said, I, I, I want to save my family. You would have just said, I want to save my marriage. So you probably got kids. So he's been back for four months, and I haven't seen, and I haven't had sex with him. Well, that right there. You ain't mm. had sex with him. So what are you saying? You, he back and you ain't had sex in four months with him. You ain't had sex with him for four months. He didn't have sex. What are you saying? Yeah, the woman that you say think dumped him that he told you that lie in the beginning, he been back over there. He's been over there. And you might as well go on over there with who you want with, too. Now, yeah. see... Now, so I'm so torn. Do I follow my heart or my head? I don't know which one is which in this letter. I don't know which one is your heart, and I don't know which one is your head. Because I've always had trouble when I was younger with them two things, too, my head and my heart. I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out not not between the three of them. I couldn't figure it out. All right, thank you. Coming up, Junior and a poem right after this. Uh Uh-oh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another fabulous poem from our yes. resident poet laureate, Junior. Yes, Shirley, um, mm-hmm. you all saw the fight. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, this was inspiring for a poem. And uh, this poem is simply titled, Get Up, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. 
not a boxer in the least bit. No. And yeah. I don't know who he whipped that made him think he could box. But see, this dude, the, the little internet dude, he been boxing on the internet. I never saw Jake it anything. Paul. He got 31 yeah. million mm-hmm. followers and everything. But this was, he's had two professional fights. Yeah. You Jay know, even, even though they low-end club fights, he still had two professional fights. You've done nothing. He ain't had a run in with nobody. Nate ain't had <laughs> dog for real. Dog, Nate ain't really been in a good ass slap boxing match. Right. right. <laughs> Mayweather said he's proud of Nate and he congratulated him for making the. Well, effort. is Nate proud of himself? That's the question. Exactly. No, I know. He didn't. Know he didn't Nate look like it when he was sitting on that stool. <laughs> in the Boy, middle of the ring. Hey man. Hey man, when the white when, white dude went over there to you know shake his hand, Nate just look at him, roll his eyes. <laughs> You gonna knock my ass out there? Come over here and console me. All right, uh, thank you, Junior. Coming up, nephew Tommy and the comedy quartet oh. viral trending song. Right after this, wait till you hear it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here we are, guys, and we have to congratulate our very own nephew Tommy. He's been in the recording studio, uh, recording what? studio. Yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. With oh, the... oh he's doing songs now, huh? <laughs> he's, he's singing. Now he's singing. Well, not solo like okay. you, Jay. No, 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 it's cool. No, he can comedy sing. Course, I mean, he yeah, can it's... sing. I'm just asking. He's singing now. Okay. He's Let's just song. hear it. Play Billy. Trump is gone. 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 I don't need no other words to this song. But Trump is gone. Trump is gone. Oh, yes, he is. Trump is gone. 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 I don't need no other words. 
this song But Trump is gone Trump is gone One more thing I want to tell you Come on, Sean Pence is gone Pence is gone Yes, he is Pence is gone Pence is gone Pence is gone I don't need no other words to this song. Go on now. Pity is gone. 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 Have our announcements. I bring you greetings from the White House. Say a word, Tommy. Say a word. Tell Paula White <laughs> Trump is gone. Preach. Tell Bob Johnson. Oh, Trump is gone. Somebody tell Kanye. Oh, that Trump is gone. Tell Diamond and Silk that Trump is gone. Yes, he is. Tell Ben Carson. Trump is gone. Let's go. Come on here. Wait. Watch your voice, Doc. Trump is gone. Yes, he is. All yeah. oh, is gone. Trump is gone. Yeah, way bye-bye. Trump is gone. Trump is gone. Trump is gone. Hasta the way go. Quartet, baby. That's my boys. That's the Comedy Quartet. That's Bill D. Washington, Sean McLemore, Phil Wade, and yours truly, Nephew Tommy. The Comedy Quartet. Yes. Over a million hits over the past week. We appreciate that. The Comedy Quartet got more coming, so y'all stay tuned. That was real cute. I love that. I posted it on my Instagram. Uh, On viral, man. On viral. You going viral? Million hits, baby. Thank you, nephew. Coming up more. That was great. Coming up more today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Macy's department store faced backlash for um, calling Zeta Phi Beta a diverse dance group during the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. (laughs) Yeah, they called them a diverse dance group, okay? They ain't got no black people at Macy's that could have gave them the hair. (laughs) Obviously, only the shoppers. (laughs) Uh, Macy's put out a tweet that said, what's that sound you ask why it's the diverse dance group, Zeta Phi Beta Steppers? 
Wow. The backlash was quick and Man. swift. You know they were on it now. Macy's fixed the tweet yeah. by saying, we love having the Zeta Phi Beta internationally, historically black sorority with us during their centennial. Thank you. Fix <laughs> it, Jesus. Don't make no mistakes yes. on them damn floats. Huh, you don't want Cheryl in your ass. I can tell you that right. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. But you know, see, a, a lot of, if you're not, they, they don't know well, what you need our to hire sororities people. are. They don't know. To send out the social media. If you're going to book them for the event, hire African Americans to communicate what you're doing. That's it. I mean, they really have to do that or just, you know. It's a simple fix, right? It's simple. Why would you hire someone you don't know anything about them? Why would you, you know, put someone in the parade? I talked to a political leader one time. He said, you know, that's a great organization you're in, Omega Phi Psi. No, I just let his old ass say it. You know, <laughs> it ain't finna change now, dog. You, right. Man, you yeah. don't know what it is. Skip it. I ain't got time to explain it to you. More of the <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Time for Junior Sports Talk. What you got for us, Junior? Come on, Shirley. You already know the big know. fight was over the weekend uh-huh. <laughs> on Saturday, man. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Saturday night, the Staples Center in L.A. with Snoop Dogg as a performer and a commentator. Uh-huh. And Snoop was good, yes. man. He was uh-huh. the best. He did a good job. Snoop was yeah, back there saying all the stuff I was thinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Snoop. Roy, get out of there, Roy. Roy, get out of there. <laughs> Don't stay. You standing in there too long, Roy. <laughs> But first, uh, YouTube star Jake Paul knocked out. Man, I felt so bad for him, man. But it's just the way he was laying there. NBA star Nate Robinson in the second round. Take a listen. He's trying to get to the ring. Mama Mia, the problem child proving to be a big problem for Nate Robinson. Goodness. And of course. Call the ambulance. It was Snoop uh, for me that said, oh, Lord. Lord, Lord. <laughs> Snoop was over there because it caught him right Snoop off guard, man. It. Also, it was a draw between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. Tyson yeah. said he did smoke weed before the fight. It was evident. But during the post-fight interview, Mike Tyson said, why don't nobody care about his ass? Just take a listen. This is Mike. People were afraid, Roy, you might get hurt tonight. Were you really afraid in the back of your head that something could happen that, that might have put you in peril? I was afraid I might get hurt. I, was, I, I didn't fight in 20 years. He only stopped fighting for three years. I'm afraid I might get Why nobody care about my ass? Well, that's <laughs> typical, right? He didn't fight in 15 years. He stopped fighting three years ago, and everybody worrying about his ass. No, nobody thinks that a giant is going to fall. I haven't did this in 15, 16 years. I'm not a giant. I'm a beginner. That's, that's that funny. That's that weed. That's that good L.A. weed. Man, I had some of that. Go ahead, Mike. That's that good weed, boy. I say, I, mean, I did this in 15, 16. Why y'all ain't worried about me? Hey, man, my favorite line in that whole fight was when it first got started. Snoop said, Man, this look like my two old ass uncle. uncles at a oh, barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like that line. I'm tired of this see. sugar, honey ice tea. Let's go. But you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr., he oh, said yeah. he was proud of, of Nate Robinson for making the effort. You know, he's a fighter. That's part of what we, he said. We not fighters, mm-hmm. sure. Proud. We as comedians. Yeah. And what we saw didn't make us proud at all. Knocked the hell out. That's what we saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day. In honor of my partner in crime singing, I would like to say, no more breaks <laughs> on the show. No more breaks on the show. Still it is time him. for us to go. No more breaks on the show. All right. All right, Jay. All right. Thank and you. also coming up, our fearless leader, the one and only Steve Harvey, with his closing <laughs> remarks at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Steve's closing remarks. Of course, before we get to the closing, the countdown, we've got to let you know, the countdown is on for the Georgia Senate runoff date. Please, please, please request your absentee ballot right now. December 7th is the voter registration deadline. You have, in from, uh, you have from December 14th through the 31st to early vote, and then January 5th, 2021 is Election Day. We are voting for Reverend Raphael Warnock and John. John Ossoff, okay? Come on, Georgia, let's go. We got to do this. Yeah, Come on, you know Warnock. I've, I've been mm-hmm. noticing Warnock and Ossoff. You know, I've been noticing the ads, mm-hmm. and the Republicans have poured a lot of money into these ads. It's oh, almost yeah. like every time a Warnock or Ossoff runs an ad about what they're going to do, there's a counter ad right behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed this, man, and this, uh, you know, what they're saying and like what they've done to. Raphael Warnick is they've taken sound bites and they've clipped it and taken stuff completely out of context because I've actually heard him talking about a couple of these things that they're talking about Mm -hmm. and they just took the clips out and inserted it just the way they wanted to make it sound like what they wanted. And he's not for defunding police and, and, and supporting that type of stuff. And they use these words to scare people, the radical left, mm-hmm. these radicals. And uh, when he was That's talking right, about Steve. opening up the prisons and let our children go, he was talking about unjustly incarcerated people. Mm-hmm. He was talking about the juvenile detention center, high needs reform. And he was talking about a whole lot of stuff. Now they got it like, and they showing all these dilapidated prisons, like he just going to let people out. That is <laughs> not what the man is saying, Terrible. man. So we have got to get together, y'all. Those of us who live down here in Georgia, Mm -hmm. we have got to send another clear message to them. Because no matter what you do, man, they always try to knock you down. The president of this country is trying to uh, make the whole election process invalid simply because he lost. He lost. Let me tell you something. Do you know if this man, if he'd have got the 80 million votes that Biden got, you know it wouldn't be a question about a rigged election? No. This is simply because he lost. There is not, no court that has taken up one, one legal assertion that his, that his legal team has made. That's all been thrown out by Republicans. His own appointed judges have thrown stuff out. There's no basis for this. There is no place for what this guy does. And so, look, what we have to do in Georgia now is we have to band together and we have to go to the polls again. Mm Because, see, 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 they think the the first one was a fluke. Mm -hmm. They really, and they really think we done now. But no, 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 man. One thing about us, man, when we get serious about something, we good at it. 
And like right now, we're serious about sending you a clear message. And what we want to do is we want to send President Trump, Donald Trump, a clear message. On your way out, take these two Senate seats with you, partner. You're not getting this because you, what you want to do is still have some control. This guy right here, man, only cares about himself. And the sad part of this is they did a survey that mm-hmm. 70% of Republicans think that the, the election was rigged and fraudulent. That's a shame. That's a shame. And you know why they think that? Because he said so. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a party that talks more about God and the moral compass that they have as a party. I've never seen a group of politicians fold under a man over the country that they claim to love, the constitution that their forefathers wrote, and the God they serve. Donald Trump is in front of country, constitution, and what's really scary, they got him, they got him playing it out like he's bigger than God. If you are a Christian, a person of faith, or just whatever faith you have, should not your God be bigger than any living man? Now, you know, it's something that there's a scripture, I shall fear no man but God. But all of them is scared of Donald Trump. Every last one. I've never seen nothing like this, man. I'm looking at a bunch of cowards, a bunch of scared old dudes that's scared of their position, their power, and their money getting away, and they're allowing this guy to just run, run, run rampant throughout the Republican Party. They're so scared of his 70 million voters that he got that, that, that they scared to take a stance. I'm not scared of the voters he got, 70 million. He could have got all 354 million votes. I'm not scared of no voter. I'm not scared of no man. My faith is in God. I wish I would. I wish I would, man, allow this if guy that's the case. to sit up there and be bigger than my God. I'm afraid right. Right. of of him. Man, are you kidding me, man? This is a sad state this country's in, man, right now. You know. Won the fight. You don't make it no is. sense, man. It it doesn't it just doesn't make any sense, man, at all. At all. And I'm disappointed in them, but I'm going to help them, though. Mm -hmm. Because we in Georgia, we're going to go to the polls again. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get rid of Purdue, and we're going to get rid of Lieber. We're going to vote Leffler. Leffler. Oh, she ain't doing nothing. She don't have an ad about what she do. She ain't got no (laughs) ads about what she do. We're going to vote for Raphael Warnick and John Ossoff. We are going yeah. to the polls again, y'all, and we're going to finish the job, and we're going to send a clear message to Trump on his way out. Take these That's two right. seats with you. So we, we ain't got to hit this turkey neck Mitch McConnell and all this foolishness. Come on, here. George. I'm going to talk about all that. I'm going to love the country. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 